A little focus goes a long way. And a whole lot of focus? Well, that puts you light years ahead of the competition. That's why at Vernon, they only focus on heating and cooling. And as the heating and cooling specialists, they're great at it. Especially after 43 years. Get your AC ready for summer with Vernon's $69 spring tune-up. You heard right. Only $69. Go to vernonheating.com. Vernon, the heating and cooling specialists. Imagine your wedding day on white marble floors beneath crystal chandeliers and exquisite ceiling drapery. Nestled on Long Bay Point Marina in Virginia Beach, the Gala 417 is a modern and luxurious waterfront wedding venue with all-inclusive packages, award-winning catering packages, and a dedicated team of gala girls to assist you every step of the way. The Gala is the perfect place to say, I do. Your dream wedding is just a click away. Learn more at thegala417.com. Hello everybody and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. Tonight I have the pleasure of bringing you a report that I took quite a long time ago now. And things have changed in the UK. The witnesses are much happier to come forward and speak about their experience. And due to COVID we've um, had to change to online interviews, which in some cases has made it easier for them. So as I'm in the northwest and this case came in in the northeast... I put it out to uh, one of our BBR investigators, Carl Leinemann, and he went up and met with a witness and he took her account and he met her in the area. And they both went to the area where we think the incident happened. And then you'll hear an interview between me and Karen. So a young girl of six sees a terrifying monkey man and it will be an area visit and a witness interview. Now, as I say, a number of years ago now, I took a report that happened in the 1970s from a lady in the northeast of England in the Stanley concert area. Karen was around six or seven years old when she had something happen that would stay with her throughout her life. And as I say, Karen was interviewed by one of our investigators, Carl Linneman, and he went up to see her on, um, let me just check, December... And the incident happened in 1974. So this is the report that Carl Linneman put together for me. On a warm summer's day in 74, between the time of 12 noon and 4pm, in the area called Tanfield Lee, not too far from the town of Stanley, County Durham, the witness, Karen Horton, who was aged between the age of five and seven years old at the time, Witness what she has come to term as a monkey man. He was perched up in a tree under which she was playing and she was out with some older girls at the time. Karen remembers playing in an open area inside the wooded area of Tamville Lee. And for some reason she looked up into the tree to see what has become to her a very vivid memory of what she termed an ape man or a monkey man perched high up in the tree holding what she thought could be a knife or some other object in one of its hands. In panic, Karen pointed up the tree to show her two friends, but they were unable to see anything up there. 
and they told her this. And this scared Karen as she ran from the woods in a panic. She was crying and she was followed by her friends. Now, the two older girls insisted that there was no one up in the tree branches, which only made things worse for Karen, who had hoped that the two girls would say it was just a local boy playing a prank on them and they could explain it away, but they did not. She said, I could see him just as clearly as he could see me. He wasn't like a Bigfoot or what I'd imagine they would look like and he wasn't like a normal human man either. I know for sure I definitely saw him that day and it frightened me to think that the girls I was with couldn't see him and that there's no explanation of who or what he was. Karen describes the ape man, monkey man, as being about man-sized and around adult, young adult age, he was naked with long bushy dark hair covering his body. Karen supplied a picture of what she could find to be the closest to resembling the ape man, monkey man that she'd seen on that day. Now, on December the 16th, 2020, Carl phoned Karen. Um, he said, I was talking to Karen in the afternoon of December the 16th and we discussed her sighting from 1974 in a bit more detail. And I asked her if she could remember the actual area, as Stanley covers a large area. And she told me that the area was called Tanfield Lake and she gave details that the wooded area was right next to a road with some shops across the road from the wooded area. He said, I attempted to find the exact location of the eight-man monkey man sighting using Google Maps and I was able to find the wooded area close to a road and near a number of local shops. This wooded area is called Tanfield Lee Park and the Lee is spelled L-E-A which tells me that there's a ley line somewhere in the area. Carl said, it's a small wooded park, which is a small open area at its rear. This could be the area where Karen had her 1974 sighting. Karen went on to describe the monkey man in detail from what she could remember from that day. She described it as being male, young adult in age, adult in size and perched up in a tree. It had long bushy dark hair, covering its body, and it looked similar to the image provided by Karen, but not quite the same. Karen did mention that she's had trouble remembering the face in detail of the creature scene. Karen did mention that she was an artist, and she'd been attempting to paint the creature that she'd seen that day in the hope of jogging her memory and providing some more details. I asked Karen if she could remember what time of day and what time of year and the sighting had taken place, and she told me it was probably sometime in summer, as it was warm, and it was between lunchtime and four in the afternoon. I asked about the item in his hand, said Carl, um, and she described it as looking like a knife. She said that it could have been a stone shaped like a knife that was in his hand. In a follow-up message to Karen, she let me know that she was in touch with one of the girls that was with her that day, and Karen asked her about the incident from that day, but unfortunately she had no memory of the event. Tamfield Lee Park is a quite small wooded area. Um, you can see it easily on Google Maps. There are two pathways, one of which goes round the inside edge to the back of the park, leading to the residential area. Now the path passes a small open area, and I which I believe must have been where the sighting happened in '74. The other path leads from one side of the wood to the other in a straight line. 
Now, the park, while I was there, had a number of dog walkers using it, and it must be a popular place. Carl said he took a number of photographs of the wooded area, so people reading about this sighting would have some context of the area that it happened in. There were a lot of broken and felled trees in the wood and quite a few squirrels running around. It takes about 10 minutes to walk slowly round to the rear car park. He said he sent Karen a copy of this report, asking if she was happy with it or if there were any mistakes or omissions, and she, she felt that she should add. But Karen responded that the report of her experience was good and the pictures evoked an emotional response in her. She particularly found the clearing photograph very uh, interesting. Karen has also attached a photograph of her painting of the monkey man. Karen stated that the painting was done about a year ago and that it's not finished yet. And when she's ready, she'll release it, you know, and everybody can see it. And I'd like to thank Carl Lineman um, for providing me with that report and for going out and meeting Karen and, and putting her at ease. Without him, we probably wouldn't have been able to record an interview. But Karen's come a long way. She's never shied away from explaining what happened to her that day. It's her truth and she stands behind it firmly. And I think you'll understand that when you listen to the interview coming up. So now I'm going to be speaking to Karen myself about what happened that day, um, all those years ago in the 70s. So if you don't mind, Karen, could you just tell us a little bit about what happened? Um, yeah, well, basically I was in the woods that day um, with some older girls and I, I seen, I seen this what I could only describe as an ape man or a monkey man, mm-hmm. and he was he was crouched in a tree in a tree. But I, and I've th- I've thought a lot about how I got to that point. Yeah. And I I don't think that the girls that I was with were actually there when I when I seen them. Right. Um. I I think that they were. But I'd kind of walked ahead. Yeah. Um, as as I remember it, there was a me there was like a main area where some children did play, and there was a swing, like a rope swing. Um, and I think I'd kind of moved moved away from that area a little bit, although I could still kind of hear them in the background, and you know I wasn't too far away, but I was. I I think I was away from yeah. that uh, from that from that part when this when it actually took place I mean you were um, only six weren't you at the time you were only about you were only little I mean we have to tell people yes that. I, I think I was somewhere between five and seven I probably was about six um it's difficult for us to to put an age on it really mm. um I think the main the main kind of thing that I have that that helps us to work out um how old I was, was known that the, the girls that I was with were... Imagine your wedding day on white marble floors beneath crystal chandeliers and exquisite ceiling drapery. Nestled on Long Bay Point Marina in Virginia Beach, the Gala 417 is a modern and luxurious waterfront wedding venue with all-inclusive packages, award-winning catering packages, and a dedicated team of gala girls to assist you every step of the way. The Gala is the perfect place to say, I do. Your dream wedding is just a click away. Learn more at thegala417.com. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Other girls, yeah. I've, I've got, I can have my own memories of when I was young and what a bigger girl mm-hmm. was, how old they were. Yeah, I know. And I think they must have been about 11 years old. Mm. Um, and I've recently found out, because I've, I've recently caught up with one of them after many years. Oh. Um, but there's a three-year difference, so uh, well, a three or a four-year difference. Yes. So I, I think I must have been, I was probably was about six or seven. Yeah. Um, when it happened, but the main, the main memory that I have, it's like I have memories of what happened that are fact, that I know are fact. I know mm-hmm. that they have that that actually happened. Um, but there's other things that are just so, it's, it's kind of like out of focus, it's, yeah. it's a bit muddy, it's, it's almost veiled. Yeah. Um, like, I have, I have distinct memories of certain features that, that he had, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I can't see him. I can't see him in my mind, yeah. which is really frustrating. Yeah, it, it must it's be. Just, it is just like a hazy image. But... Um, but I mean, the, the main part of it that I, that I definitely remember is that I looked up into this tree mm. and, and there he was in the tree. And the only way I could describe him was that he was, he was neither a man or an ape, a monkey. Yeah. Yet he was both of those things. Yeah. And there was, there was nothing that I could use in me. You know, when you see something unusual in your mind, yeah. it just things flash through your mind, you're trying to find a point of reference yes, to exactly. identify what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's strange because even though I can't see his full features, I kind of have the memory of that, which is the biggest part of what happened. Yes. I can remember tiny thoughts. Like, I remember going through that process and I actually can even remember thinking thinking two things, two small thoughts mm-hmm. as I was rationalising it. And one of them was, oh, Tarzan, which sounds right. a bit funny, but it's, it, it was like, that was the only kind of yeah. thing I'd ever seen um, that was up in a tree, crouched. Yeah, that would make um, sense, yeah. Um, especially holding something in its hand, because I, I believe he had some kind of, maybe it was a knife, or maybe it was just a stone or something, but yeah. to me, I thought it was a knife anyway. Mm-hmm. Um so that was one of the one of the rationalising thoughts that like, I was thinking, well, this, that's something really close to what I've seen. Mm. But yet at the same time, 
it was the fact that he was naked and he was in the tree and he was crouched and I'd seen that kind of thing so many times yeah. on TV but but it wasn't that that yeah. was just something that I could relate it to something being in a tree in that kind of manner you know yeah I do. and I also do. I remember thinking you young man I just remember thinking that as well he was only young but I knew that it that he didn't look like any man I'd seen. Yeah. He didn't look like any physical type of man or any ethnic origin type of man no. that I'd seen. Yeah, I know. He just didn't fit into either category. Mm-hmm. It, it was something different. It was something unique that I was seeing. And um, what I remember about his features was that he, he was he was man-sized. That, yeah. What I would have thought of as just man-sized, um, with long, dark, like bushy hair. I know there was dark body hair and a dark body, mm-hmm. um, and I know that he was naked. Although I can't remember seeing any kind of private parts or anything yeah. like that. I get you. But uh, I mean, but I remember the crouched position, so I don't know if that kind of yeah. you know, in certain areas. I remember really intense eyes. I remember dark eyes. Right. Um, and holding something like the um which was uh, which i think was a dagger or something that represented that or looked like it yeah but the the main thing that the most the thing that really stood out was that what i was seeing was an ape man and i'd never seen it before it was something totally different yes um and yeah and um I, re- I remember feeling terror yeah. and, and running away. Um, but at that point, the girls had, the girls were there. At, that, at the point where I ran away, they were there. Yeah. And I think... You caught I'd up to of, you. Yeah. I'd went... Yeah, I'd kind of... I went from seeing them, seeing him in the tree, to seeing them, look, this is what I'm seeing. Look, can you see it too? Yeah. And they, they couldn't. Right. And that really scared us because I... I wanted them to be able to see. Oh yeah, we can see that. And what that is, yeah. it's, and then they could put a name to it. Yeah, I get um, that. And explain, you know, and when they couldn't, that really terrified us. Yeah. But when I've thought about it more, I do wonder whether whether this actually happened for a longer time than what I maybe first thought it had. I get you. Yeah. Because. Yeah, I had that. I had that moment of terror, but at all where I ran, but I mean, I also I distinctly remember feeling fascination, looking and being fascinated. Right. So for me, to feel fascinated, yet to feel terror at the same time, time yeah. it kind of makes me think there was a time where. I was looking and feeling fascination first. I get you, yeah. And then it's and a, then it kind yeah. of turning in the like, you know, because yeah. and to be able to remember some kind of thought process as well. And I just think, you know, maybe this lasted longer than what I kind of remember it lasting. Yeah. I mean, I only remember the the main part, you know. Yeah, it, it makes um, perfect sense that, yeah. So, but it, it's, it is really frustrating for me that the memory is kind of veiled. Yeah. Um, and that, and it's, it's frustrating that certain things really 
are so clear. Yeah, I get you. You know, yeah. like little thoughts and yeah. And what I knew I was seeing was an eight man. I knew that's what it was. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't kind of, I can't kind of picture him in my mind. I, it's just like a blur. He was the same for me, Karen. I couldn't picture his face for a really, really long time. I remember right. when I tell my experience, it's like I'm remembering the whole of it, but I'm not. I knew I wasn't in school because I wouldn't have been in that place with my uniform on with her. But I don't remember yes. making the decision not to go in. I re and I remember him making eye contact with him and him looking yeah. at me. And Paul Sinclair asked me if I remembered the trees moving. And it, I, was sh cause it, right. I said, I, can't, I don't know, I can't remember. I can't remember that. I remember his face. I remember pushing her to the floor. And the next thing I'd come to about two mile away. I don't remember the run or anything. And right. I tried so hard. To remember, you know, meditation, anything, anything. So I'll even do hypnosis just to take me back to that day and see if I could mm -hmm. fill in those gaps and get a real good yeah. look at him as well. Because you want to do the same, don't you? I, I really do, yeah. I, I really want to do that. Um, and you know that eye contact that you just mm. spoke of? I remember that. Yeah. I, I, can, I can kind of... I can kind of see the eyes or mm. you know, I remember that intense eye contact. It and, could, and when I ran away, I mean, I, I was yeah. gone. I was miles ahead of these girls who were like chasing after us. I wanted to be out of those woods and on the roadside again. Safe, yeah. And, yeah. and I wasn't stopping until I got there. Oh, you were so young as well. That would have been absolutely terrifying. Uh, you know. I, I really do. I remember. I remember mm. the terror. Yeah. Um, but the whole event, you know, I just had to because I, I remembered it over the years, but mm. I, I never thought about it much because it was literally it was put in a part of my memory. Yeah. Where it was, I can I can literally visualize it as being labelled as impossible but definitely happened yeah. so like this <laughs> oh, that, that makes perfect sense to me yeah you find it away it's almost it I, is there's no point thinking about it there's nothing you can do with it yeah how can you how can you make sense of something that definitely happened but definitely couldn't have happened because yeah. it's impossible so it was right in the back of my mind and i knew it was always there and sometimes I mean, it would be like years would pass and then it might come to the surface a bit and I'd think, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, but it's, mm. it's in that impossible but happened file. And um, don't, it, it was strange. Don't you get a monkey, sorry, us. but don't you get a monkey every year for your birthday? Wasn't there something like that that you did? Yes. <laughs> it, it's Tony buys, my husband buys us monkeys all of the time, but right. this is another strange thing that I wanted to that I wanted to mention was that, well, first of all, let us see that when, when I brought it back to my mind, after the leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. 
Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Many years. I probably hadn't thought about it for about 10 years. Right. And me and my husband will love watching anything to do with the unexplained. Mm-hmm. I've always been interested in that kind of thing. And so is he. And, and I've always loved Bigfoot stuff. Right. Anything to do with Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And we were watching stuff on TV one day. I always, we're just in bed watching the TV. And, and I said, you know, obviously I've never seen a Bigfoot Tony, but I said, you know what? I, I did want to see a, a monkey man, though, you know. Mm-hmm. And then and I started telling him the, the story, you know. Yeah. And that's when I thought, you haven't thought about that for ages, for so long, and it's just popped back in from me, from me yeah. memory from that place that it was shelved. Yeah. Um. And that was when, and it got us really curious, really, really curious. And that, and I just Googled it. I thought, well, maybe there was some, I thought, I don't understand it, but I'm going to think a bit more about this. And I yeah. thought maybe there was some phenomena where people see things that, yeah. that are really there, but aren't really there. Yeah, I had the, yeah, I had the same and, thing, same thought. Be... And that's when I came across your um, mm. site on Facebook and I was amazed and it, put a whole new slant on things but I've thought I, I think about it all mm-hmm. the time now because I'm trying to get more information from my own memories which isn't working out too well yeah it's hard but what I have thought of though is um yeah the fact that all my life from being very little I've loved monkeys right I've absolutely loved them when I was when I was a child all I wanted, I wanted a dog and I wanted a monkey um, and a motorbike, a motorbike, them three things. And I, I just really wanted a monkey from being really small. And um, that's unusual. Really young. That's unusual. And it is. Yeah. I really did have a thing for them. And, and me, um, my cousin had one of those, um, you know, the quite lifelike ones, the toy ones. Oh, Charlie um, the Chimp. Did it have yeah, one? yeah, that, yeah. That kind of thing. And for some reason, my mum didn't buy me one, but I used to get to have hers for the weekend. And <laughs> and I've always had, had toys with, uh, like, that were, yeah, I've always had, like, monkey toys and that. And when I'm, I mean, I've been, me and Tony have been together about nine years now. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he, he knew that I, I love monkeys and, 
every year. I've got a big collection of them now. And that was before I even remembered again yeah. about what had happened, you know? Yeah, that's normal. It's um, quite normal, that. I, I, I just I, think... I don't know if your brain is... Fuzzies it out in a way, kind of. I don't know how the words I need to use. In protection, it's almost like you don't remember it because it's too scary, yeah. too terrifying. But when you get to our age, it's you, you've got yes. you know you, you're a lot stronger of a woman, aren't you? When you're our age, and then the memories are easier, yeah. and it's easier to try and look at the face in your head. Yeah. Mm. Yes, it, it, it is. But- I mean, I do definitely remember fascination. That's one of the things that's a definite remember yeah. a, a memory of, of when the incident happened, and it, it just kind of it just kind of links up with the lifetime fascination with monkeys, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, it's, you've got an interest in it. I hear it from both sides. So even people who are into like dogmen, and they'll say, "I've always been fascinated by wolves. I've loved them." Or you know, as a child, I always wanted a wolf as a pet. And, and the same from whether... Because not all the reports that come in are, are, are Bigfoot. That's rare that someone in the UK will use the word Bigfoot. Most of them are yeah. monkey man, man ape, man monkey, gorilla. I get that a lot. Chimp. And they always say it's like a man and an ape together. But it's just... I can't explain. It's impossible. I don't know if it was a caveman, if it was... Because I don't, yeah. I, I, you know, I really don't. I did what you did and just learned whatever I could, you know, in the hopes that yeah. it'd fill a clue in kind of thing. But I've never been able to find anything online that looks exactly like him. And I don't have your art skills. I can't get his head out of my head onto paper. But you've you've had a go at that. You've tried painting him, haven't you? I have. I've got like a half-finished I think you'll be able to get him out and like you say if it's like if it's processing if it's like therapy you know you just go back to it when like you say when you've got the right headspace and you've got quiet around you and you can sit and really have a good think about it yeah it'll happen it'll like you know it, I do it with writing and I can't write every day it's impossible isn't it I've got kids grandkids yeah, parents is, is, you know need, need some quality time to do things like that but uh, but it's funny how I've had a lot of thoughts about different things to do with me. <coughs> mm-hmm. And I think that I'm starting to think that they could well all link back to that experience. Yeah, possibly. Things like 
I've always, from being a child, had a, um, a fear of things that don't exist. Really? I mean, where would, where would that come Who's from? from? I don't I was, know. I was terrified as, uh, as a child of, like, you know, and I don't know if that's normal for every child, but, like, um, horror, horror films and stuff, I, I couldn't watch anything like that, or mm. I, I was scared of things like werewolves because I knew they weren't supposed to exist. Yeah. I knew that adults would say, oh, these things... Yeah, and not real. Don't worry, don't exist, but... Mm. Was that because I'd seen something that I knew didn't exist and yet I was seeing it? Possibly. Um, it could have started I, earlier than that and you don't have a memory of it. And I had a lot of nightmares when I was a child and mm. I had a great, you know, I had a really great childhood. I had lovely parents. Yeah. There was nothing to be scared of. I felt so secure, yet I was scared of the unknown and mm. the kind of... Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, that kind of thing, and it just it just makes me think that maybe it could all stem back to that. Possibly. Um, Possibly could. I mean, I never put events together. Lots of the others don't put events together, and then you suddenly think, maybe it's all connected. I would imagine yeah. you've had other strange experiences in your life, you know? And I, I know as well as an adult... Um, we all have difficult experiences at times and, you yeah. know, some traumatic experiences through our lives and that. And when I've had things like that happen to me, um, I know that it's happened and I know what's happened. Yeah. But I can, the details are always a blur and I've always felt like it is my mind kind of protecting us from yeah. what's happened. Yeah, yeah, that's kind um, of, that strength, in a way that's the strength of character that you can do that. But I think, well, maybe that's why things are a blur um, hmm. regarding this incident because that was my first the first time I ever protected myself in that way. Very possible. Yeah, yeah. I where I would know, I knew, still knew what happened, but I wasn't going to be kind of um, haunted by the actual yeah. image of his face. Um, it's a strange relationship, isn't it, Karen? Because it is a relationship, and it's, there's no other. It's with you for your lifetime. So it's like the, one of the oldest. For me, it's one of the oldest things in that I can remember, really. And it just—it's forever, yeah. and it's—I it, don't know. I—I'm I, scared of knowing more, but I really want to know more. And I, I, there's no way of explaining that. <laughs> I know. I know. It is. It is. It's. it's, it's definitely um it's conflicting uh yeah. feelings, isn't it about uh about what's happened i know when um when carl when i seen the photographs that he took yeah of the area um it sent it as soon as i seen that area it sent a shiver down my spine it, it definitely struck a chord with us yeah. seeing that area i knew I knew there was something about it, you know. It was it, it actually, it's like I could almost feel some of the feelings from then. The name of the place is Tanfield Lee, isn't it? Spelled L-E-A. Yes, well, Tanfield that, Lee. That means it's a ley line. If the, if the area is spelled L-E-Y or L-E-A, there's a ley line in that area. And there is one that runs from the top of me at Winter Hill all the way to... Seat and Sluice, um, which you think is north of you still, Karen? 
But right. Tell me. Right. Well, which isn't which leftovers. Or the DMV. Number ninety-seven. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which isn't close to Stanley, by the way. No, I know, but if the name's Tamfield Lee, that means that there's an energy line in that area. Oh, that's really interesting. Mm, and there's, there are other reports in uh, not too far from you. There's the church on the coast-to-coast road where that chap in, um, I think it's 2006, saw a really tall, dark shadow watching him from the side of the church. Then you've got 98, Beamish. You've got five boys in a car, and they say, see what they describe as a huge, quick, dark shape, throws a rock at the car, runs into one wood, out of it and into another. Then you've got. I've never heard that story. Yeah, that, that these have all come in since you made your report. Then the next right. one is 2019. We've got a woman. I can send them to you, Karen. We've got a woman. She's walking. Um, I, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head right now. But the, it's kind of like you remember where the old railway lines are, and they turn them into walking paths. So you have got like two embankments and. Just, like, is it Causey Arch? Yeah, like that. So she's been walking yeah. down there and there's been a chap further behind her. And she said as she's walking, she saw what she described as two hairy legs, as if something was hiding behind the hedge watching her. And the really strange thing about it is, as the guy was getting closer and closer to her, she started to get a little bit nervous. And that, whatever those two legs were, made a noise. And the guy kind of quickly hurried up and went past her and went on. And she said, I don't know if it was trying to protect me because he knew that something was about to happen with the guy or it was just two total different things going on at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, she described two legs. And then we've got just a little bit further out, about two miles away, I've got two reports from two separate geocachers who are both out looking for the same geocache at separate occasions. And they described being shadowed through the wood almost spooked out of there by something that kept pace with him, which is, I mean, where we're at, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about nine. If we did a 10-mile radius, there's about nine reports. Oh, and the one, there was another one. Where's the hippie one? Let me go find it. Right, a chap got in touch with me and said, F, there's loads of people in Beamish have heard about that hairy thing. They call it the hairy mad hippie. Right. So, you know... Yeah, I think I've heard something about that. Yeah, which is really but strange. I've never heard of any of that when I was... Uh, yeah, when, when you were little, um, yeah. A child, though. No, these have all come in since I put your report out. 
all of these have come in off the back of that. So people have heard that, got in touch with me and said, I'm from Beamish, I'm from Stanley, I'm from Consett. And this is what happened to me. So if you hadn't come forward, yeah, if you hadn't come forward, we wouldn't have any of these reports. You know? Oh, that's amazing. It is. It's, it's exactly that. So you've got all these other people who've listened to it and gone, hang on a minute. That might explain what happened to me in 2006, 1998, yeah. you know, 2019. Um, and it just when you look at your area, it's not just that it's sent. There's a massive corridor and it runs yeah. right up through Northumberland up to Scotland and you're so, that's part of it. Where you are is yeah. part of that corridor. So I'm not saying that what you saw was a Bigfoot. What you saw was a monkey man. But you're not the only person who saw it in that area. I would describe what I saw as a man-ape. It was a man and an ape, but it wasn't either. Yeah. And it was both at the same time. And there's, yeah. an, there's, an, there's another case, Karen, and it's I think it's only in the 80s, 10, 15 years after yours. A little bit further away, it's in Springwell. Right. And it's a young boy in his bedroom, looks out the bedroom window and he describes a gorilla that is watching him from the garden. Well, when you look at the house, the garden's on the, like the last house on the estate and the rest of it's just open right. green land, yeah. So this thing's behind a tree looking at him from his bedroom window and he said it looked like a gorilla, you know, and that's not that yeah. far from you. So something's being seen in that area yeah. and being reported by people. Yeah, it sounds like there's something going on, uh, definitely. Mm. Did you ever speak to any of the girls? Did you ever catch up with them and and mention? Well, for, for some reason, I thought um, those girls didn't live in the area anymore. Mm-hmm. But I was on a, um, I had a look on a site. It was something like Stanley Past and Present, and um, right, basically. <laughs> I seen a photo with one of these girls of I think both of them were on actually because they were sisters. Um and I I realised that somebody on the thread was one of these girls. I th- mm. and I, I asked to to message her and I asked her, you know, are, yeah. are you are you who I think you are? Yeah. And and realised that she was and I, I couldn't believe it because I, I just didn't think I would ever be able to to speak to either of these girls ever in my life. Again, yeah. Um, so that was like a massive thing for me. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, she couldn't remember yeah. the incident. But she did say she could remember being in the woods with us. She knew that we, yeah. we went places together and that she was older than me, mm-hmm. uh, her and her sister. Uh, and she did remember being in, in those woods, woods with us. Um and she said she would ask her sister yeah. if she had any memories. And she hasn't came back to us. Mm. And I, I would really like to ask her if you'd spoke to her. Yeah, I know I just what you mean. Feel I, it was really hard for us anyway because, you know, you, you suddenly speak to someone that you haven't spoke to since you were a child. Yeah. And, and that's what you ask them. Yeah, you I know, know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. Can you remember yeah. this incident? And it must just sound... You know, bizarre to somebody having yeah, uh, been asked that. You know, so I know what that feels maybe like. I'll, maybe I'll pluck the courage up to ask if uh, <laughs> ask if she spoke to our sister at some point, or maybe she will get back to us. Um, yeah, I did the same. 
I didn't went on Friends Reunited when it first came out and I found our old school. So I went on a site and I put, does anybody remember the Gorilla Man from Beulah? And the girl I was with that day popped up and put, I do. And I shut my laptop and I never mentioned it again for 18 months. That made it so real. Just, yeah. I, I can't put that into words to people, but it was like, I don't know, just because it was her and she was like, yeah, I do. And it was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe the feeling. I was just, I was like, no, can't deal with that. Can't deal with that. And it just didn't do anything about it for like 18 months. <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. It's but because, it is. even though you know it's real, when somebody else acknowledges that. Yeah. It, it just. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And was it like you. Level. I was like you. I was hoping someone would say, "Oh, that wasn't a monkey man. That was blah blah blah." And explain it away, and then I could go, "Oh, thank God for that." Now I know. A last thing I expected. Well, how on earth would that explain it away? I, I know. know how anyone would. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> no. But in my case, I thought, well, these are older children than me. Yeah. So they they know more than me. So, you know, they've got more knowledge than I have. Yeah. They would have an explanation. Yeah. Um, I know. But you know, you know how you said that, that girl when she said, I do, she, that yeah. made a meal for you? Yeah, it did. Mm. Yeah. Well, when I read your story yeah and when you told me your story that's what made it real for me yeah yeah you know it's i mean i knew it was real but it was like that really there's yeah, no going really back yeah it's that no going back feeling into it it's like right i've got to deal with this now you know i can't you know, you've got to try and get, get yeah. some kind of answer yeah i can't file it away anymore and, and my kids are grown i've got no kids at home there's just me and him you know, I'd had my accident. I was stuck on that bed 24-7. It was time for me. It was like, right, I'm just going to find out whatever I can find out. And hopefully, you know, I'd already spoke to some other witnesses by then. I'd started the map by then. But it was like, it was not a priority. It was something yeah. I did, you know, every now and again. I'd put it away and shut the cupboard on it and things. And then something had happened and I'd pick it up again. But then it was like, no, I need to know. I need to know how many other people are out there that have kind of seen it or something like it. Yeah. And it's the witnesses like me and you who were young. She's like the M6, not too far from me, that I spoke to a lad two months ago. He was seven. He said it looked like a gorilla. It came across the garden and right up to the window and kind of bared its teeth at him. It's just the idea of being seven and having to process that in your mind. Yeah, and then Charmaine Fraser, she was eight. And it's worse for her. She's in the middle of um, a massive forest in Scotland with just one farmhouse. She's got to walk all the way down the path to get the paper for the neighbour. And she said, the dog reacted, and I looked up, and it was about eight foot tall. It was completely covered in hair, and it was examining something at the end of a tree. And she was eight. And yeah, you're just oh, thinking it's so hard so and it's so sick. many of us. Yeah. There are so many of us. And I just didn't realise me until I, one day I thought, I'm going to see how many of us were young, we're under 10. You know, And there was, there's a few, there's quite a few of us. And all of them are looking for answers. So none of them have, have had to find them. Do you get what I mean? They're all out there looking for answers and they can't, we've kind of came across each other like me and you. There's yeah. so many of us, it's unbelievable. 
Yeah, I, I think it's what, for me as well, knowing that you were 15, mm-hmm. it's different to the age yeah. I was. You, you're that much more... Uh, yeah, I get it. You think, well, she was older yeah. than me, so she, and she's not been able to rationalise it. Yeah, yeah you've seen it and you were older than me. Yeah. It's like, even though I know what I've seen, it's like, yeah. that feels like a confirmation for me. Yeah, most definitely. You know, like, proof almost, because you were 15, and it's like, mm. you yeah. know what you're seeing when you're 15? Yeah, yeah. I knew what I was seeing then, but like... Yeah, you'd be on like, yeah. You'd, yeah, yeah I get what you mean. You're beyond that. They can't put that label on me that it's a child that's just imagining yes. something. That You know, that they can't do that. I wasn't old enough to be drinking or smoking or taking drugs. So it shouldn't have happened. It should not have happened, but it did. And I can't yeah. stop the fact that it did. <laughs> I can't get over that. So I just have to keep finding other people. So Something else I remembered as well... Uh, this memory I had was of being of being really young and being in a, a different kind, a different woods, mm. a few miles away from where I had the sighting. Right. Um, but being with an uncle who was older than me, he was like a teenager, yeah. and I was just like a child. And um, I I remember this time of being in the woods with him and his friend, and just being so scared like so terrified just to be in the woods right. and ask him to hold his hand and him like being really reluctant because yeah. he was a teenager and I was a kid and I was just so, so scared. And I'd always remembered that and I'd never linked it up yeah, to the other. with what happened. Mm. But that was probably why. Yeah. If, you know, oh. after what had happened to me um, in uh, Tanfield Lee, then... Yeah. Makes sense. Once after that, as a child, would have been really scary. Yeah, you'd have been thinking he was behind every tree or up in every tree. That's the other thing that's scary yes. about yours. He was up above you. Yeah. And that's a scary position for anybody. Because you don't often look up either, do you? No, not at all. No, you don't. I realised that when I first started looking at woods to see where they could hide. And and I hear other people who say they were up in the tree. These two lads in Yorkshire who were building a tree swing. We all done that, rope swings as kids. You know, over a little stream and stuff. And he looked up in the tree and it yeah. was up above him. Similar circumstances, right up above him. And they were nine and ten. You know? Yeah. Two mile away, these two other kids, 11 and 12, different time, completely different time, doing the same stream, building a rope swing... And they saw it over the river. It was over the river in like a gorilla stance, watching them. Just, yeah. you know. Oh, it's so scary. It just is. It's just, but the the thought of something up above you as you're walking through there, you have no idea. You know, you just wouldn't know, would you? Oh. You wouldn't. It's not really. You wouldn't normally be looking up at the trees and. No, no. Especially when you're small, and there's so there's so much to see just around you. You know you. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, there is. It's, there's a lot. I mean, as a girl, sometimes you get that feeling, don't you, when you're in a place where you don't feel safe. I think girls learn to trust. Reach. Yeah, they learn to trust their feelings more. I think quicker, girls, because there's predatory males, isn't there? So you learn from a very early age. Wherever you are, when you're on your own, you, you you're listening, you're looking at you, your senses are. 
thing. So I think we pick up on things more. And I think when you're six or seven, society's not shut you down. In, yeah. in it's you know, as you get older, as you're seven, eight, nine, it's oh, you've had a nightmare, or oh, you're just daydreaming, you know, or you're just being uh-huh. silly. I think we get shut down like that. But when you're yeah. six, it's acceptable. But you still, do, do you remember telling your parents, or you just don't remember that? I don't remember telling them, mm. but um, after it all came back to us again, and you mm. know, I found out about you and uh, other people saying similar things. Um, I thought, oh, I must speak to me parents about this. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I just had this presumption that they knew because. I'd always knew what happened to us. Yeah, I get it. So yeah. they, they, they must have always knew. Um, I was sure they must have always knew. Yeah. But when I asked them, neither of them remembered. And I, I, that really puzzled us because I thought, well, why wouldn't they? Surely I must have told them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, surely we must have talked about it. But I can't remember specifically ever talking to them about it. But yeah. So I don't know if I did and they have forgot. Um, but it's not the kind of thing you forget, is it? Well, no. Um, or you might have just... I've spoken to a few child witnesses where they've just, on the way home, thought, well, what's, no one's going to believe me. What's the, I can't, you know, and they just made an excuse for why they're late or why they're upset or... Because it's what, that's easier than saying, because I've just seen an ape man in the woods. But, yeah, but, I mean, what my mum did see, because I told her the age I thought... I was when it happened and mm. she was like she said oh well I wouldn't have ever let you out when you were that young right. without me being there and I thought well um, well I did I went everywhere yeah. you know but I, uh, it was a different yeah. time back then wasn't it you, you, I used to go to school on my own when I was six and older but girls I, knocked on to you girls you tag along with older girls don't you and they'd knock on, made, you know. Yeah, yeah, you do. And she couldn't remember those older girls either. But mm. then a few months later, I was at her house and she was showing us some pictures, slides from like when we were little. Yeah. And there they were yeah. on the slides. Right. I was like, that's those girls. But when she said that, what I thought was, I, I thought about it and I, and I thought, you know what? Maybe when I was really young, Mm. Um, it wasn't that I didn't go out and about with with these older girls, but maybe it was that I didn't go quite as far as that wo- that woodland yeah. area. Yeah. And I thought about it, and I had this, I had a feeling that maybe I just went further with them that day than I was supposed to go. Yeah, and that's possibly why I'm not told her. Yeah. And maybe I didn't actually tell them what had happened, and that could have made us even more fearful. That might have been what made us so fearful because yeah. I couldn't really tell them because I wasn't really supposed to go that far that day, and I, I have a feeling that might have been the case. I recognise that with so many of the other witnesses. They're, they're either out with friends they're not supposed to knock about with, yeah, or they have an experience and... I mean, I've, it, when I think about Paula, Paula was in Judy Woods and she said the next thing she was at the bottom of their street. So that whole 45 minutes had just completely disappeared. 
You know? Mark Norman's another... When I think of you, I think of Mark Norman. He was in the northeast, but he described what he saw as a green... The green man. But when you listen to the description, it's not green man-like at all. He said it looked like, right. a, like a man in a ghillie suit. And he... Same situation. He's very young and he's with older boys. Right. And the older boys didn't see it and he did. And he was just out, out of there like a shot. But if, if, if you're not supposed to be there or you're not supposed to be with that person, you don't tell your parents when you go home. Because that's more frightening, isn't it, getting done for... Yeah. But, well, thinking about it, you know, when I think... Because I did used to wander a lot and there was a lot of fields yeah, around and ditches and things like that. Mm. Where those woods are, you, you you come to the edge of a... You, you come to a, like, quite a... What, what would have been quite a busy road. Yeah. And that was probably the borderline of where I was supposed to play. Yeah. To a certain age, you know. Mm. Um, that was probably the limit of where I was supposed to go. That makes sense, doesn't it? It, it does It does make sense. And I, I think probably that's um, what my mum's um, been thinking. But mm. I, I even plucked up the courage to ask an, an aunt if she had any memory of us talking yeah. about it. Um, an aunt that I used to spend a lot of time with, but she couldn't remember. Um, oh, it's so all she could remember was as... Um, that was the aunt that I used to get the, the monkey off. It was my cousin's monkey. Right. Uh, one that I used to bring home. My sister had that monkey and she was terrified of it. She was a lot younger than me, seven years between us. And my dad, who thought it was hysterical, would hang it off the back of her and she would run around the house screaming. She was terrified of it, absolutely terrified of it. That's why I remember it. Well, it looked quite... It looked quite real, didn't it? Yeah. And, and thinking yeah. about it, yeah. that's what I really liked about it. <laughs> <laughs> my sister was terrified of it. <laughs> actually, years later, in my 20s, I found one in an old junk shop. Mm. And I had, I had it for years. I, I thought, well, I couldn't get one when I was a child, but no, I'll have it, one it, now. Right. And I had it for many years, but it ended up getting really battered and stuff, and I, yeah. I got rid of it in the end. Um but, um, it's a strange connection, isn't it, Karen? Yeah, definitely. It really <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever had anything like haunted or seen a UFO or anything weird or strange other than that experience? Or is it just that experience for you and, and the one where later when you were a bit nervous? I've had one experience which was really, really scary. Mm. Um, and I was in my 20s. Um, I lived in a flat at the time with my son. Mm. And for some reason, I, I just thought I looked really nice this day and that I should have a photograph of myself. Right. Just to remind us yeah. that I was looking good. Yeah. And I sat, I had this really old dressing table with a mirror on it. And I thought, I'm, well, I'll take a picture of myself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And so... I took a picture of myself in the mirror and um, I got it uh, got it developed, got the photographs back. And when it got to that picture, mm. oh, the, oh, I was absolutely horrified to see what was on it because you had the picture of me sitting at the dressing table mm. and you could see the flash, but it didn't obscure the photograph a lot. It was just a little bit of a white flash yeah. um, around where I was. 
and then standing behind us at the, was it the, I don't know if it was the left side or the right side, standing behind us mm. above us was this woman. Oh. Honestly, it was, it was horrifying. I was so scared. It was like somebody from the olden days. Yeah. That's only that's all I could think. This is an old-fashioned woman, and it wasn't a misty image, you know. It was very clear. It was like right. black and white, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. But it was very clear, and it was this woman, and I remember the dress, the, having like a dress that was kind of a low straight cut dress. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like where it kind of just goes across, but quite low, and having this like hat, this big hat on, and just, you know, you could see the features on the face, yeah. but just really dark areas where the eyes were, oh. just really dark eyes, and it was so clear, and I was I was so scared. Bloody it was, hell. It was terrifying. It, uh, yeah, I would imagine so. Um, it was, yeah, it was really scary, and I didn't keep that picture because yeah. it just had such a hold on us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had, I had to get rid of it. I was so scared. I'd actually, I'd gotten involved with the local church, mm -hmm. um, and I've, I've, I've got like quite a, a strong Christian faith. I have yeah. since I was in my twenties, um, and the local church that I was involved with, I, I, I rang the uh, minister, and he had to come round and see us. Yeah. I was I was in a right state. I don't blame you. It was horrible. It really was, and I didn't want to be on my own, but I had to be because yeah, because it was just me and my son, you yeah. know. But he he came round and you know tried to kind of reassure us and prayed with us and things like that. Mm. But uh, it was it was really scary. And uh, he said, you know, I think the best thing you can do is to is just to destroy it because it's, it's yes, yeah. you know, yeah, it's got a fearful fearful holes on you yeah exactly so, it, it could have been something to do with the dresser it could have been something to do with the flat that's what i thought is it to do with the, the it's either the flat mm. the dresser or it's me yeah you know yeah no. um so but i did i did get rid of the dresser after that yeah i don't blame you i got rid of the dresser just in case it was that mm. but uh yeah. did it all go quiet then did it quieten down once once the vicar had been um, well, there was, yeah, there was Good. nothing else happened, you know, there was, there wasn't any other, um, yeah. there wasn't, um, I had a, I did have a funny dream as well connected with that, I think, I no. think I'd had a dream before that, some kind of strange dream about something. Is it hazy and a bit mister? Yeah, yeah. but I, I did remember the only thing I could think of connected to that because i remember him saying to us is there anything to do with that dressing table or anything mm. just anything you can connect to it and i'd had a funny dream about some writing and something being in a drawer right. or something like that yeah that but, makes um, sense it was just a hazy dream though but uh but yes that's the only other experience i've had that's been um, a frightening one. Yeah, well, that's good. That I mean, that's really positive. I mean, because some of them have just have it awful, you know, for a, like a really long time. It'll pick up at like when they're fourteen, and then when they're twenty-one, and then when they're twenty-eight. So I was like, they're stuck in this loop of frightening experiences. So it's really nice to hear someone who says, "No, actually, you know, I had that again, and there were two others 
But that was it, you know? That's really, really rare. Yeah. Well, that's nice. But I think... I, I, but I, I was... Um, for quite for quite a lot of years, I was still frightened of, of anything that I thought was the unknown or that wasn't supposed to exist. Yeah. That That's what got us about that incident with the with the photograph. It was like, oh, my God, it's something that's not supposed to exist, and there it is, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and that was the, the you know, what yeah. happens next. But uh, I did have quite a few fearful years after that, to be honest, but at some point I just I managed to break free from that. I, I'm not scared of anything like that now. Yeah. You know, nothing... It doesn't. I'm not fazed by, you know, that kind of thing. And I think the fears that I have helps helps us with that kind of thing. Yeah, I think it does. Not feeling fearful. Yeah, I think um, it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lots of witnesses have a strong faith, you know, and right. it helps. Uh-huh. Yeah, it helps. I think it really does. It, it does because you feel like there's there's something that can overcome. The frightening thing yeah. that isn't supposed to exist if it's going to kind of appear to you again mm-hmm. anyway, you know. I mean, to be yeah. six and to see something like that, you cut. You're an incredibly strong woman because you've come through it, you know, and you've carried on and you've had kids and you've got grandkids and you've got all of that, and it's it's not taking you down. In fact, I think it's strengthened your character. Yeah, I I, I think it's made us. Quite curious. I, I think I've all, I've always been like a curious person, you know, mm. and I, I, like I've always had this interest of, of the unknown, you know, but I've never connected it to the experience that I had. Yeah. Um, that makes but sense. Like I say, I, I do think that experience explains a lot about the, the personality that I've had and you know yeah. the fears that I've had throughout my life. Yeah. I it makes brings things into you think ah that makes sense now now I know why I I was like that or why I felt that or that kind of bit that's how it's been for me because I, I was the opposite to you Karen I did not take it to it very well <laughs> I spent my twenties and my thirties running from it and I'd use anything anything any distraction just not to think about it you know and it went really dark for me for a long time I mean it's not now but back then it did. But now yeah. I can look back and think, well, I get it. I understand it. I was clearly just stuck on flight for a really long time. And then obviously now I'm in my 50s. I've had time to sit down and kind of process it and go through the event and think, right, well, you come out of it. You did okay. You know, you're still functioning. <laughs> I don't really know how to put it into words. Yeah. For a long time, I felt like it happened to me. And I had no control of it, and I was kind of a victim. And then, obviously, now right. I think that I had no control over that. It happened. I had to deal with it, and I did. And that's where I am now. I think I can imagine it being more scary at the age of fifteen because it's. You shouldn't be anything like that in the world at that time. I was probably into madness, the band, probably thinking about lads. Yeah. Whether we were going to youth club, that had been the height of conversation. Who was courting who? Nothing, and I had no interest. I didn't. I wasn't even interested in the unexplained. My dad was, so like he'd have Arthur C. Clarke on and things like that. You know the unexplained, but 
I'd walk in passing or watch it because I was waiting for something else to come on TV. I had no interest in it at all. Yes, I have. Yeah, I never, like, UFOs, never had paranormal experiences, just that damn man monkey. <laughs> I don't, to me, he was the man ape. That's yeah. how I think of people. I was calling the Bigfoot or Debbie's Bigfoot, but to me... I said, yes. ma'am, ma'am, I've seen a man ape. And she was like, get upstairs and get uniform off now before your dad comes home. And I was like, I was crying. I was like, mum. And yet she doesn't re- even remember the conversation. Yeah. You know? Because I suppose when, you, when you're younger, you, you, see, you see a lot of children, well, children anyway, I know yeah. you were older, but, but you do, you, you hear a lot of unusual things from from young people yeah. down here and from children that, that you might just dismiss and, and don't realise what's behind them. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that. And I think I was known for being a bit dramatic. She's in her head, she's thought, she's, she's just seen, an, you know, an homeless man and she's just over it. But, but my mum's way of dealing with things is not to molly coddle you, do you get what I mean? So she'll be just like, yes. oh, put it in a box, put it away and like, let's get on to the next thing. I think it was that. She had an older kid. She had three jobs and my dad and his jobs. And I just, I think to us, it's this massive thing. And she just doesn't remember it. I mean, she remembers me talking about it years later. But the actual event when I ran home, she was, she and she remembered who I was with and all of that. Yes. But she just doesn't uh-huh. remember that actual conversation. But to me it's it, i can remember every detail of like running and just lying on my bed and crying and thinking what was it what was that did that just happen did that just really happen but i was older so you have that thought process don't you yeah yes uh-huh. <sighs> i know it's a it's a bloody bloody strange world we live in it really is but i know it'll resonate with the other people out there because they listen yes. that the people who've had those experiences, they'll be listening to this interview and they'll say, that's just exactly the same for me. I mean, I know lads that have been 14, 15, 16 and they've run home and run in and said, like, told the dad and the dad's gone, oh, it's just the moonlight or it's just the way the, you know, it's an optical yeah, illusion, uh-huh. it's nothing. And this lad said, I could hear it breathing. It, it shadowed yeah. me home kind of thing. So it's not just girls, it happens to boys as well. And, and then... Yes, uh uh-huh. For the last, what, 20 years, we've not really had anything in the UK other than if you saw, like, a UFO or, say, you saw a typical ghost or something like that. There wasn't anything else out there, was it, if you saw something like what me and you saw? I know. I mean, it wasn't... It's not as if I could have heard about people seeing those kind of things and thought that I'd seen it. Exactly. Because I'd never heard of anything like it in my life. Exactly, that's it. There's no history in the UK that we... It's not like America and Canada. We don't... Nobody talks Uh about seeing an ape-like thing or some call it a bear man, an ape man, a gorilla man, whatever name they put on it. We don't have anything in the UK that you can mistake that for. And what, and what I've seen, I've seen in, in broad daylight, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, same. Quite close up, really. I mean, I was right beneath the tree that, that he was in. It wasn't from a distance. I was very yeah. close. The only distance between us was that he was higher up than what I was. Yeah. 
obviously I was on the ground, so that was the only distance, you know. Just a, um, a meeting of worlds. It's just like your world and his world kind of collided at that point. Yeah, definitely. Mm. That's how I look at it, mine now. I just think, that's it yeah. really, just collided. He was probably doing his thing. I've stumbled in being a kid, not realised, yeah. and whammo. Yeah, we've both seen each other and poof. Yeah, I, I, I said the same as you, though. I realised you said, if I don't think he, what I saw was much older than me. It wasn't old, like an old man thing. Really? Yeah, I don't... I've always said that. I would say, if he was a human, I'd say probably, like, 19, 20. You know, like when a boy's got a bit of bum fluff on the chin? Uh-huh. Not a pro... He had leathery skin, but he wasn't old. I don't think he was much that, older than me. Well, that that's definitely my... My memory isn't of an older person either. Mm. My memory... Like, when I was trying to process, like, what yeah. this... What the familiar things that I could yeah. um, compare them with? One of the things was a young man. It wasn't a. It wasn't like a. Um, a, a like a you know your dad yeah. who was older. It was it was a young man. It was like yeah. you know the grown the grown up lads on the state kind of age. It was if it was a person, you know. Yeah, that's exactly um, that's was, what I felt like. The, like the older boys. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't an old creature. Whatever, whatever mm. he was, he definitely wasn't old. He was definitely a young, a young ape man. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Wow. There's just so many of us, Karen. It's unbelievable. It's, I, I sit. I can. I'm thinking now about everybody that I've spoken to. That's had a, the similar thing where they say, "Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't old." And there is even reports where there's been an older one and a younger one. Really, I've never heard that. Sherwood Forest springs to mind instantly. Right. Half past five at night, a lady driving home from work. She said they stood at the side of the road. They looked like cavemen. They were completely hair covered. One was about seven foot tall. The other was about five, six foot tall. The old one was clearly older. She described it as maybe father and son. Right, uh huh. Then jumped to Scotland. Um, guy driving home, uh, New Year's Eve. He's not had a drink. He's driving, and he said a stag, a deer came running across the road in front of the car, and he looked to see if there was another deer going to come out, and stood at the side of the road was what he described as a like a caveman, wild man he called it. But there were two of them. And one of them was distinctly older, and that set off after the day. But the younger one just stepped back into the greenery, so it couldn't be seen. So there are reports of mm-hmm. upright, hairy things that are not like really old. That are, you know, are like yeah. what we class as a young man kind of thing. I mean, I have, I, I don't have an answer for that, Karen, and you don't, do you? We don't have an answer for no. what they are. We've just seen. No something that I would say hundreds of us and that's not an exaggeration hundreds of us in the UK have seen and I've not found a country yet that doesn't have them in yesterday I was taking reports from Finland you know for, for this for a similar kind of thing to what yeah what yeah really? yeah like a caveman eight man hairy thing all across Russia I've got reports in Finland Denmark Poland, it's unbelievable. They, they, some of them are like, oh, sorry, when I was, you know, when I was 
74, 84, 94, something like that. And some of them have been in the last five or ten years. This ape-like... Some people will say caveman, others will say hominid, on the, but mostly it's this yes. ape man or oh. Neanderthal that comes up. It's only to Neanderthal. Um, yeah. Because you don't know, like you said at the very beginning, you're, pro, you're flicking through things in your mind trying to... Is it a caveman? Is it an, is it a chimp? Is it a gorilla? And that's going at a million miles an hour. You're trying to process to explain it, and there's nothing there. So no, you, no, so you go to what you know. So for me, it looked like a man and an ape that had been pushed together. So he's the you know he's the ape man. For some, I'll say he was. Um, oh, it was a Neanderthal. It looked like a what was the other one? A troglodyte. A virgin. I've saw right. a, you know like a like uh-huh. pro magna early man kind of thing. So maybe we're all seeing the same thing, but just using our own words for it. Or maybe yeah, these, using you know, our own kind of thing, yeah. familiar thing to... Yeah, I, um, I, I believe that. Related to... Yeah, I do. Some will say, it's rare. It, people think, it's, it's very, no one ever says to me, I, I've, I've seen a Bigfoot, <laughs> you know, or I've seen a Sasquatch. It's just, it, that's the label that we fall under, but I don't think that all of us yeah. do see that, you know? But yeah, that unfortunately, of, that's just you'd think if, if people's if it was people's imaginations running away with them, that that is what they would see it and see it. Yeah. Because it, there would be, you know, yeah, it to, to things that you would have heard about in other countries. Yeah, and you can hear the confusion in the voices and, and or in, even in the writing, you can pick it up. Whether they, as they're writing to you, they're trying to explain it away. You know, I know it could have been this, and it could have been this, and it could have, but it wasn't. And this is why it wasn't. And you can see, I recognise it. It's like the same thought process, isn't it? People are going to think that it was, yeah. it was this, it was that, it was A, B, C, D, R, D, and it's not. It's none of those things, you know. But I say a million times, just because we've seen something, we don't have the answer. To what it is, where it comes from, what, how it lives, what it, you, we don't you, don't, you just see it. That's all you get is that view of it, you know. And because and because we were so young, it's you mm. know, you, and you only you only getting part of what happened as well. Yeah, really, which is yeah, which is why I would really like to kind of try and guess. I'll find a way. Hypnotized somehow. I will find a way. So, to get us hypnotised. Deb Singleton's doing an hypnotherapy course. Um, and she's lovely, Deb. You know, she's an experience herself. Um, and right. so she's trying. She's lovely. So I said to her, I, I put my hand up as a volunteer, you know. So I'll just let her know that you're interested in it. And oh, I, I definitely would be. I, mm. I just, I, I've, I've looked around. I've done a bit of research, but I haven't felt that I've found the right person to ask to kind of yeah to do same. that um, yeah I'm saying you've got to trust someone aren't you I think because you'd be you've, yeah. I, I would be the same so you will just if when she gets further on in a course I'll just get you to get you to chatting so you can have a natter you know feel yeah that would that would be great do, yeah do you, do you know of anyone else who's actually who has actually done that no who's actually been Hypnotized. No, no, no one that I know uh, as of yet has done that. So no, unfortunately. Uh, 
So, well, I, well, I've got a few things left on my list that I need to do to kind of, and, and that's as much as I can do to yeah. kind of, and and one of them is to, to get hypnotised. The, the other one is to return to the place, which yeah. I would have done by now, actually. <laughs> it's not that far away from us. It's probably about 25 miles, but unfortunately, I only drive locally. I'm, I'm yeah. too scared to to go too far on, you know, me the, the roads and yeah. stuff. I just stick local. I get you. But, uh, yeah, that's another thing I need to do. Uh, and the third thing is to finish me painting. And I think once I've done those things, that's as much as I can you do. do. Yeah, it for is. my own story to kind of get more information, you know. Oh, I'm dying to see this picture, you know. I've not seen it. <laughs> dying to see well, the painting. I don't mind sending you it, but it, it is unfinished, and I. I no, I know I, you. I know you don't want to put it out there until it's till it's finished, till you're happy with it. I know that. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to kind of. Yeah, yeah. I did send it. I did send it to Carl actually. Stick with it. No, you stick with that. When it's the time's right, I'll see it. I'm all right with that. I point. am. I am going to finish it soon. I'm. I'm going to do that, and. Um, yeah, and I do think it'll bring back some more memories because I could feel I could feel myself going back to that yeah. place and like just in the perspective and everything and yeah, it, that's it. Coming it. back and uh, and when I seen Carl's photograph, it, it to me it it really did uh, it it did look similar yeah. to to what my painting was. Yeah, I know what you mean. And the feeling I had when I seen his photograph. Yeah, which is very. Encouraging because I think if that's how I feel, yeah. seeing the photograph, yeah. what's it going to be like when I go there? Yeah, obviously it's, it's triggering something in my mind. It, I think it would evoke something. I yeah. think it would bring back some memories. Yeah, I think because even the, the smell of the area, there's something will trigger something when you're there. Help me. In my head, I thought it was about ten and a half foot tall. I had it this that big in my head. But when I went back and at the because everything's still there the same, I thought, oh, it was only about seven foot, seven right. seven foot ish. Yeah, it wasn't this big, huge thing. And I think I just made him bigger in my mind because I was so frightened of him, and it helped yeah, me. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, and just certain things like I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. It was just it took me thirty three years to do it, but when I went back, I wasn't as frightened as I thought I'd be and that helped that really helped and um I don't, I don't know I just kind of put it a, a bit into perspective for me that it, that thing again it really did happen I really was in that yes, bush uh-huh. yeah all of that and just took a little photograph of the area for myself you know I just uh-huh. I wanted a photo on my phone of it of that and every now and again I'll have a look at it and I think how did that happen <laughs> You know, well, that's how I think that's how we deal with it, isn't it? That's just how me and you know, we all have our own way of dealing with that event, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I just feel I just feel really lucky to be honest that I've had the opportunity to bring that memory forward, yeah, and kind of explore it, yeah, and, and and you know, something that could have been lost. If yeah. that trigger that day when I was watching the TV didn't bring it back to my mind, I probably hadn't thought about it for 10 years. Um, yeah, I get I what you're saying. I remember telling someone else about it 10 years previously. 
before that, if that hadn't have happened, then that would have just been lost. And even though it's a really scary thing, yeah, it's kind of it's an amazing thing as well, you know. Yeah, it is. It's your that's truth. Why you want to know more about it. And, and about what it actually was. Yeah, and it's it's your story. You, it happened to you, you know. And and now you're ready to talk about it and, and, and share it. And this is what happened. I have no explanation for you, but this is what happened to me. That's how I feel. You and know? I think it does become part of you. And, you know, mm. my reflections of how I, I've been throughout my life and that, yeah. yeah, I think that has become part of who I am. Yeah, I do. I, I, I honestly believe that. And I think once you voice it, it's just like, that's what happened to me. I mean, I spoke to a woman who's 85 who remembers picking, like, wild food as a kid. She said she would have been about seven or eight and she saw what she uh-huh. described as a gorilla man come walking through. But she never, what she never could work out is she'd never heard the word gorilla before, but she said that it was a gorilla man. It came walking out and there was other kids with her at the time and they were in the fields. And she was 85 when I spoke to her. Mm. And so she would have been talking about the war years, World War Two. Yeah. When they were evacuated, yeah. And she thought it was something that lived in that area because she was from, you know, from London. So she just presumed it was a country thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh-huh. But it made sense, you know, when I thought back, I thought that makes complete sense. If you've grown up in a street, in a, you know, two up, two down, yeah. you've no idea of the country and suddenly you just get shipped off there. She just they presumed. You know, I mean, they all ran away. Don't get me wrong; they were frightened, but they just yes. presumed it was something that was quite normal in the area. And it was like probably fifty, sixty years later when she started talking about it because she couldn't work out what it was and what she'd seen. And she, they're not the only. There were other reports during the war. There was one in Tunbridge Wells um, of like an ape-like creature that approached a man and a woman on a golf course. So. You know, there's it, been so many sightings, hasn't there? Just... Yeah, there has. I, I can't even think what the earliest one is. I think it like modern earliest one, probably about 1921, and then it just follows through the years. And you know, just it's unbelievable. And these areas like yours have lots and lots of reports, but then there are other areas that just have one, you know, yeah. So I and I know that I'm never going to solve the trouble, trouble, uh, the problem, the puzzle of it all. But I'm okay with that. I'm all right. I I set out to prove to other people that I saw what I saw, and I think yeah. I've done that. You know. So anything else I do is is a win win, really. <laughs> you know. Definitely, yeah. yeah. But I'm yeah. like, yeah. One day I'll. I think right. I've done enough. You know. It's time for me to back off and let other people do it. But it, it's just so important to get your story out there as well. Yeah. I mean, because you've done such a big piece of work, it's always going to be there, mm. you know. When when we're not there, that piece of work and those stories will be there. Yeah, that, you know. Yeah, you're who right. Knows, you're right. Who knows what other people will see in the future, you know, and you'll be able to go back and say, this mm. happened all those years ago as well. Yeah, true. I never thought about it like that. I get what it's you mean. Like, yeah, it's going to be the, it's going to be there as validation for those people in years to come that are going to have these experiences. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure they will. Yeah. So at this point, I brought the interview to a close, and me and Karen had a private chat offline. 
and I did thank her for coming forward. And not just for coming forward, but for coming forward and going on tape, because I know how hard it can be for the witnesses in the UK to do that. And I think she's incredibly erudite and explained what happened to her very well. And I hope as the years go by that that will happen for more and more of us. So thank you very much for joining me and thank you to Karen for sharing her stories with us. And I'll be back next week as normal. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.